Welcome to another podcast episode from Neuroscientia.com, the educational repository of cognitive health tutorials and powerful brainy tips for learning, where you would discover the fundamental secrets to a healthy brain, which can think clearly, learn faster, remember accurately, with sound judgment and optimal focus. Want to learn something new? Here you go. It doesn't say anything about intelligence but how smart you are at taking the test itself, say critics. You know what? That's a bullshit argument. It's regularly promoted by exceptionally scientifically literate. You wouldn't trap them arguing that climate exchange is a fantasy or that vaccines would possibly motive autism. But announcing that IQ tests are useless is simply as incorrect as these notions, in fact. Decades of research on IQ test and psychometrics are evidence that proves the reliability and validity of the IQ test. So what does an IQ test, which would possibly consist of, for example, shape-based puzzles, timings of how rapidly you can test through lists of meaningless symbols, memory tests, and vocabulary measures, really tell you? The strongest correlation is possibly unsurprising, and IQ testing is quite predictive of how humans will do in school. One remarkable study shows that IQ scores at age 11 correlated 0.8, on a scale of minus 1 to 1, with school grades at age 16. Surely this gives us some basis for calling these measures intelligence tests. But that's just the beginning, higher IQ scores are predictive of greater occupational success, higher income, and better physical and cognitive health. Perhaps the most intriguing finding is that IQ scores as a correlate of mortality. Smarter people live longer, and this affiliation is nonetheless thereafter controlling for social class. Neuroscientists and geneticists have additionally made top growth and appreciation human intelligence. Meta-analyzes most research verify that people with larger brains tend to get higher scores on IQ tests and appraise more unique intellectual endeavors. We know from research of twins, and from research carried out immediately on DNA that IQ scores are heritable, a massive component of the intelligence variations between people are due to genetics. We've already begun to discover some of the unique genes that may be accountable for these differences, and in addition, findings are on the way. People make the mistake of assuming that brain is static due to the fact it has been linked to genetic and neural features, and due to the fact it appears exceedingly stable across the lifespan. One's IQ score, they think, is set in stone condemning you to a poorer life if it's below average from birth. Wrong. You can't really prove that people's IQ scores can't increase or decrease. Indeed, IQ scores have been rising inexorably throughout the years, in a system known as the Flynn effect, for non-genetic reasons that aren't yet clear. Another mistake is to suppose that everybody has ever claimed that an IQ score sums up a person. This is every other falsehood. Due to the fact all IQ researchers would with these accept that personality, motivation, and the host of different elements, such as luck, are all imperative for success in life. It would be foolish to deny that there are any skeletons in IQ testing's closet. Many, although through no ability all, of the originators of the assessments have been involved with the eugenics movement in the early 20th century, and it's realistic to be appalled at some of the makes use of to which IQ exams were in the beginning put. But these worries are beside the point to the essential question of whether an IQ score, taken today, can tell you something about a person. Facts are facts, and the validity of intelligence test is amply backed by way of voluminous evidence. 
As the research linked above show, IQ tests are beneficial in a large variety of situations, from schooling to medicine to the world of work. We need IQ tests to help us understand how the brain ages, and how we can assist it to age extra healthily. We want IQ tests to help us work out how to increase people's intelligence, and as a consequence to increase their productivity. Perhaps, above all, IQ assessments are one of the tools with which psychologists can dissect and take a look at the human brain, remotely. We'd be extremely unwise to continue to ignore their insights. This podcast episode has come to a close. But before you go, don't forget to visit www.neuroscientia.com and subscribe to get tons of free resources to expand your mind and ignite your creativity. Bye.